Monday, September 4th, Labor Day, but there are no days off. Welcome to the Damon Bruce Show. It is great to have you back once again. I told you that we were going to come out feeling frisky in the month of September. I hope you like the new open. If you're watching on YouTube, that's fantastic. If you're listening to the podcast, we just had a record month. That is fantastic. And if you are now listening on the AMP app as well, where the show is happening, and there will be a special post, post, post show on AMP as well, we're going to be paying tribute to some uh, of our musical favorites who have recently passed away. That is where you can get the show as well. It is a multimedia extravaganza, and I do hope you like the new open. Uh, it is great to have you here. Thank you very much. Lo Profesora saying, uh, yeah, that was hella cool. Thank you very much, Lo Profesora. Uh, Ernie sees the new open as well. Thank you very much. And we are underway. It is I feel like I've already buried the lead. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. It is football season. Welcome to week one. Here we are. 49ers taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers coming up on Sunday, and I cannot wait for it to get going. Uh, Larry Kruger and I made an announcement earlier this morning on his channel uh, that he and I are going to be doing a day after 49ers football morning show. And I hope that you plan on joining us. This is going to be, well, if it was as contentious and as Larry and I got about Nick Bosa today, it's going to be a hell of a show. Normally, I don't think Larry and I are going to be at each other's throats as much as we were about Nick Bosa today. But here's the deal. If you're a fan of Larry Kruger's, I hope you're subscribing to me. If you're subscribing to me, I hope you subscribe to Larry Kruger. I'm sure that there's an awful lot of crossover over there. Uh, you're going to want to be subscribing to both YouTube channels because he and I are going to be going back and forth uh, Monday, Tuesday, well, well, because we're going to be doing games after Monday Night Football, after Thursday Night Football, so some of these shows will be on a Friday. Uh, we're going to be going back and forth week to week on each other's channels until we can figure out a way to kind of split the difference in the middle. So that is what we've got coming up. Uh, Larry and I, I, I truly believe that our experience in the market, our experience as broadcasters, brings into greater focus 49ers coverage than just about any two guys who can get together and do it for you. Hell, uh, even the 49ers used to agree on that, which is why we were the pre- and post-game show hosts of the 49ers for years when we were both at KNBR, and now we're both on YouTube, and so we're just going to go ahead and kick much ass from right over here. Uh, again, thank Thank you very much for listening, for subscribing, for hitting the follow over on AMP. I know we're asking you to do a lot of different things in a lot of different places, and I appreciate you supporting me by doing that. And let's just say no complaints because it's all free. We're not charging a nickel for any of this. So go ahead, hopefully give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us a notify, and you will miss nothing that I do, nothing that Larry does, and we are going to bring you this coming football season, I think, better than anybody else. Uh, there is no time to screw around with a lengthy negotiation for Nick Bosa. That should have already happened. He should already be with the team. And this is where Larry and I butted heads earlier today when he's saying, well, there's got to be a walkaway price. All right, you know, I'll even agree with you. Even for a player of Nick Bosa's caliber, there's got to be a walkaway price. That should have been approached by now. That should have been concluded by now. And what cannot happen 
is for this to linger to like Wednesday afternoon. If you're going to trade him, get that done. I also think it's ridiculous to trade a guy like Nick Bosa. So you get him signed. When you got a quarterback room as cheap as your quarterback room is, as you've been bracing yourself for this Nick Bosa negotiation for the better part of the last two years, how can you be this close to Event Horizon and not gotten it done? I don't understand. To me, I'm not one of those fireable offense guys, but this is a if you're asking me, like, what would be a fireable offense eventually for guys in the front office, it's to not get this done or screw this up in some way, shape, or form. You know, there's a lot of water under the bridge that means that they pulled a lot of the right levers. To me, Nick Bosa is just one of those guys you do not mess with. He is the reigning best player on his side of the football in the NFL. Figure it out. Get it done. If Nick Bosa's agents are being unreasonable, should have planned for it. You should have carved out a level of unreasonable, and if they are so far over the gangplank of unreasonable, the trade should have already been consummated. Again, anticipate something, right? Anticipate what the negotiation could look like, and if it's that toxic where it's dissolving late, you should have been feeling that out before it actually hits you. So hopefully that is not the case. Like, seriously, hopefully Nick Bosa is signed today. It's Labor Day. They're going to need his labor. And as much as Larry's point was there's no such thing as price doesn't matter, let me just ask you, how much money would you spend on definitely not reaching the Super Bowl this year? No one guarantees you a Super Bowl appearance, but I'm going to tell you right now, without Nick Bosa, I don't think there's a flying chance in hell that the San Francisco 49ers are in the Super Bowl this year. And you can talk about, man, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, you know, all these seasons are linked together and you got to worry about the business you'll be able to do and the guys you're going to sign in 2024, 25, yeah, okay, I get it. But that's the same thing that should have brought you to resolution of the Nick Bosa issue if you are, are thinking two, three years down the road, which all smart teams are. And I'm not saying that the 49ers are a dumb team, but it, to me, the fastest way to eliminate yourself from true NFC contention would be to step into this year without Nick Bosa. Again, no signing of any player guarantees a Super Bowl appearance. But one of the fastest ways to guarantee you ain't going to be in the Super Bowl would be to not have that guy. To not have that guy. I just do not understand it. I've seen the uh, postman in Capitola. I've seen uh, Vince Vargas just dropping a... Oy, oy, oy. Yeah, oy, oy, oy for everyone. Get Nick Bosa done, Chef A, saying, amped to be here. Well done. Well done, Chef A. Well done. Um, this is Keith Overbaugh. Says, hey, I just watched you and Larry. Great show. Excited to see your channel. Keith, welcome. I'm glad that you're new here. I hope you click that like and subscribe. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, again, Larry and I were a little spicy today against each other because we're looking at this from two different angles. He's looking to carve out a path of reason to not sign Nick Bosa, where to me, not signing Nick Bosa is unreasonable at just about every price. How about this? If Nick Bosa, by the end of this week, is on another roster because of a price point his agent demanded, whichever team ends up with Nick Bosa and signing him 
to that unreasonable 49ers price point, the team that signs Nick Bosa better be the laughingstock of 100% of the NFL media because that is how ridiculous a number that they just gave to Nick Bosa where they're paying him double the guarantee of Patrick Mahomes. Something totally lunacy, loony bin. Everyone is laughing at the team that ends up doing the deal. It better be that level of unreasonable if the 49ers can't carve this out again. What the hell is the worth of having a rookie quarterback who is on a contract that is so small your starting quarterback's contract is so small, it doesn't even factor against the cap. Well, they've spent money on a lot of other good players. Yeah, that's the price of doing business. You figure it out. You figure it out. Again, sure, it's a hard cap, but all cap numbers can be massaged and manipulated to fit down the road. And it just, to me, Nick Bosa is a point of no return. And to me, the point of no return is you're not returning to the Super Bowl without him. That's how important I think he is to the mix. And oh, by the way, if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you got to be loving this. Just licking your chops, right? If you're Kenny Pickett, not seeing Nick Bosa's the number one wish that could possibly come true in week one for you. By the way, Mike Tomlin is a head coach. <clears throat> He's going into year 17. You know, this guy has seen 16 opening days and he is 10-5-1 in his career with a 4-1 record at home. So there is nothing easy about taking the 49ers across the country and into Pittsburgh for week one. Get Nick Bosa signed. There you go. I mean, I can't say it in any other way. But what about the details? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That's for people with abacuses to figure out. From a pure football standpoint, you cannot, it is unreasonable to expect that you are a similar football team without Nick Bosa. Again, without Nick Bosa, what you're telling me is you're kind of punting on really winning the Super Bowl this year, which means maybe you should have gone ahead and kept Trey Lance around to develop him a little bit more because this is a year where you're trying to get to somewhere else down the road. Without Nick Bosa, your Super Bowl window, which lasts two more years, shuts and you're now trying to reopen the next window. Like, that's how important I think he is to the mix. Larry and I, every morning after the 49ers play, starting at about 8 a.m., it's going to be the best morning show coming from the Bay Area, I promise you. We're going to have huge audiences. We're going to have a great time all season long together. I'm going to invite you to come back here for post-game shows when the game is going final on Sundays or Mondays or Thursdays. But the day after, Larry and I will be at it first thing in the morning. And that is going to, I think, resonate greatly in the Bay Area. Uh, I, as always, want to thank you for being here. Always want to thank our sponsors as well. You know, I ordered some Ikes over the weekend, and it was delicious. I got an Adam Richmond, really good sandwich. Adam Richmond, Jillian got a backstabber, another great sandwich. Had some chicken fingers for the kids. They're the they're, my, my kids complain about everything they eat. No complaints on these chicken fingers. Fantastic. Get yourself an Ikes Reward membership. Sign up for his app 
earn points for future free sandwiches down the road. You'll be awfully happy that you did. We want to say we love you to Blackened Whiskey. Blackened Whiskey is the whiskey at the Damon Bruce Show. Metallica's on tour, and Blackened Whiskey is on the bar. Uh, love me some black and make sure your next cocktail is made with Blackened Whiskey. And we also want to thank BottomLineBets.com for being the official handicapper of the Damon Bruce Show. Uh, BottomLineBets.com. My man Stefan puts his money where his mouth is, and he puts his own bets where his advice is that he has daily, weekly, and mem- uh, monthly memberships to offer to you if you're interested. And my man is hot right now. He has been on a heater for well over a month. He even texted me yesterday. He's like, make sure you play. Oregon State today. Oregon State wins in a waltz at San Jose State. Uh, So my man Stefan has got great advice for you. Go to bottomlinebets.com and you're saying, Damon, where can I actually make these bets? Because I I live in the state of California and I can't just go and online gamble. Well, you can at mybookie.ag and use promo code Damon when you sign up. All new customers will get a 50% deposit match up to $1,000 and a $10 casino chip to use in their casino, which means you got a lot of casino floor games along with all the sports betting that you could possibly want to play. Mybookie.ag, use promo code Damon. And because it is uh, uh, an offshore uh, and, and again, don't worry that it's offshore. It's offshore, which means it's available to you. Uh, they are respectable. They've been around for years. Timely payments when you lose, or excuse me, when you win. Timely payments when you want to cash out, which is the most important aspect of any gambling site, right? Um, but make sure your card, when you sign up, is pre-approved for a little international business, and that'll just make the entire process go smoother. MyBookie.ag, use promo code DAMON. And again, get your best gambling advice at BottomLineBets.com. What a weekend it was in college football. Like, it was a lot of fun. An awful lot of fun. It was so good to just have football back on the TV. It was so good to see just just fans and stands again. I love the pageantry and the atmosphere of college football. Uh, a few games in particular stood out to me. Uh, first of all, Florida State and Colorado are hip and cool and winning again. Like it's welcome back to 1990, everyone. Uh, we're, we're we're in a time machine. Uh, based on the opening weekend of college football. LSU gets worked by the Knowles last night. So much talk about the Pac-12 and everything that was so wrong with that conference, they couldn't even figure out a way to do good or brisk business around it. Look, you got quarterbacks all over that conference, and the Pac-12 is a perfect 13-0 and against its opponents so far this season. 13-0 uh, and because UCLA also played in week zero. Uh, but that is, th- th- dude, the Pac-12 deserves an awful lot better than any commissioner or network has given it. A lot of fun football being played with excellent quarterback play being played in the Pac-12. Uh, Oregon hung 81 on Portland State. Like that was unfair. That was that was, that wasn't a fair fight at all. Uh Purdue losing to Fresno State. Mwah. Jeff Tedford, nice job there. Purdue losing at home. Now you can say Damon, Indiana also lost at home and it did. 
But at least it lost at home to another state, Ohio State, a much more regarded football team than Fresno State, if you don't mind me saying. And I got to tell you, if you took Indiana in the points, winner, winner, chicken dinner over there, too. Um, that was a failure of offense. Indiana's defense played pretty good. IU only allowed 10 points in the first half and 13 points in the second half. So there's an awful lot of, oh, my God, how come that wasn't better than it should have been going on at Ohio State today? And uh, as long as Indiana football can cause anxiety, uh, that, that's probably our trip to Pasadena right there. Um, we have a Monday night college football game tonight. Number nine, Clemson at Duke. Of course, the longtime ACC rivals of Cal and Stanford, um, Clemson and Duke. So, God, the world of college football is a little weird these days. But, boy, it was entertaining. When you throw out all the TV network bullshit and all of the conference realignment uh, and just get it back to being football, it was great. And I got to tell you, in my entire life, in your entire life, I don't care how many lives you have lived, you could be Shirley MacLaine and get re reincarnated when the moon is in Venus every time, you know, like you, you could have lived several of your lives. You could have lived infinity lives. And I'm going to tell you right now, you've never lived through what we saw at a Colorado in the opening weekend. Colorado had one of the single most unique Saturdays in the history of college football, if not the most unique Saturday in the history of college football the sport has ever seen. Now, take Deion Sanders just out of the equation. Let's pretend the guy uh, Nate, coaching Colorado was named Sion Danders, okay? So it's not Deion, it's Sion Danders. And Sion Danders came in, was hired from a not top five power five conference, but comes from, you know, a historically black conference, uh, 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 historically black schools and shows up at Colorado and decides he is going to use a transfer portal tantamount to NFL free agency where he is going to wipe the deck clean of student athletes he doesn't want anymore, take a ridiculous amounts of transfers, that alone would have made it a very unique Saturday. Then you put it that first game after going one and 11 in the stadium of the defending national runner-up TCU. So you got one and 11 to a team that lost to Georgia in the national title game. And obviously TCU has been through an awful lot of turnover as well. And you go in and you win that game. That alone, if all that was happening, Sion Danders and a completely transformed one and 11 football team go into the stadium of a team that was in the national title game and win a thriller by just out-coaching and out-executing the team all four quarters of a football game long. I mean, it was extraordinary. Dion can freaking coach, dude. He was attacking every single weak point. And that, it, dude, this is not just Dion is a flashy guy. That's why he got the job. There is a substance, a substantive football coach in Dion Sanders. Wow, that was that was an incredible game. Without Dion's presence, everything that happened is remarkable. Now add Dion Sanders to the mix.
And the press conference, by the way, it is not a reporter's job to root for or hope for or believe in a team. It's actually a reporter's job to be skeptical. So for Dion to say, you know, you didn't believe and I'm not taking your question, uh, that, 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 that's uh, calm down there, Dion. But big chip on your shoulder, massive win, biggest win for Colorado since the 1990 national championship game against Notre Dame. I mean, that's what that was. That's Colorado's biggest win in 32, 33 years. Uh, It was remarkable. It was remarkable. How do you make it even more remarkable? Well, make it Deion Sanders. And then you go ahead and you make it the quarterback is Deion's son. Dude, Shakur Sanders can play. The Travis Hunter kid uh, could win a Heisman Trophy. You got a two-way player out there. Uh, he he was unbelievable. He made one of the best interceptions I've ever seen in my life. He's out there catching balls from 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 this quarterback, ever Shador Sanders, all over the. I mean, it was just freaking amazing. So you got Dion, Dion's kid. You got the recruit that might be a Heisman Trophy winner. You got all of this happening, and then what makes it even more amazing as you're watching a quarterback who is the son of a coach who took unprecedented steps to get his team ready to play this year breaks the school record for passing yards over 500 passing yards. And while you're watching this highly entertaining game, which is a four hour long commercial for Colorado football and Dion is a head coach. Every single time you go to commercial break, Deion Sanders is in a commercial. There's never been a day like that in college football history. Where the head coach is the star of the offseason, the star of the game, the head coach's son is the star quarterback, and the head coach is starring in every other commercial break that you're watching. It's I've never seen anything like that, and neither have you, and neither have any of us. That's officially never happened before. Just a remarkable Saturday for La Familia Dion Sanders. My man Mike and Sam Bruno. Yeah, Dion took us right to the world of maximum football. I've never seen a more maximum football game than what Colorado played, like, ever. Uh, unbelievable. Wallpapered. Dion Sanders was wallpapered into every single football-watching living room in America on Saturday. It was extraordinary. Absolutely extraordinary. No days off, baby. No days off. Bro, most of us have to work in the morning. I get it. I get it, Jan. But you can't be working so hard where you can't come and find the best 49ers coverage that there is, which means every morning after a 49er game, Larry Kruger and I are just going to take you through it like no other two guys on the radio, on the internet, on TV are capable of doing. So I hope you plan on playing a little hooky from work on Mondays to hang out with me and Larry. It will be worth your time. I promise you that. 
I promise you that. Look, uh, <laughs> make 49er content great again. We will. We will. So, here's what we got. Week one is here. Again. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. We get our first game of the season Thursday night at Arrowhead. It's, uh, it's the Detroit Lions taking on the Chiefs. I like the Detroit Lions to make a half of that game interesting and then a whole lot of Kansas City. Again, what's Andy Reid's record coming out of a bye week? It's ridiculous. You got to like him having an entire offseason to get ready for Dan Campbell and whatever the Lions might have cooked up. Ooh. Sip of the day. There it is. That was a good one. That was perfect. Perfect temp right there. Yes, I did remake another pot of coffee after I finished up with Larry this morning. Uh, if you were a Giants fan, there's no such thing as enough pots of coffee to get you to be excited about what happened just in, in San Diego. The Giants scored four runs as they were swept down in San Diego in a three-game series against the Padres. And their reward for that is a day game that is already underway this afternoon at Wrigley Field. Logan Webb needs to be the guy who stops the bleeding this afternoon. Uh, right now, as this game is underway at Wrigley, the Giants are tied with the Diamondbacks at 70 and 67 overall record, by the way, that also ties them with the Reds and the Marlins. And here's how this goes. Because the Giants really did everything they could to piss away the most important 18-game stretch of the year. By the way, Kyle Harrison, you're not pitching against minor leaguers anymore. Once they start getting, uh, you know, the little, hey, hey, what kind of a fastball does he throw? A really fast fastball. The adjustment was made. The Giants, the Giants are, are, are playing bad baseball at the wrong time of the year, and they are retreating from being taken seriously. But among the group of Diamondbacks, Reds, Marlins, and Giants, which are all bunched up in that wild card group, they need to do something. You know, any one of those teams has a good couple of weeks, you might be going to the postseason. Any one of those teams has a bad couple of weeks, you're out. So it is officially time for the San Francisco Giants to get their heads out of their asses, hit some home runs, score some runs, support decent pitching efforts, and get yourself into the postseason, where it's probably not going to last long because cobbling together a team with a whole bunch of maybes and mightbes and matchups usually gets smoked when you run into real major league talent, and that's what you run into in the postseason. I'm not sure the A's are even still playing baseball. Maybe they are. Nobody really knows. Labor Day means we got a couple of kids home today. And I am going to join Jillian, I believe, at the San Francisco Zoo here in a little bit, where she's already got the kids. Hopefully no one's fallen into a lion's cage or anything like that. But it is Labor Day, so no days off. And officially, we didn't take a day off. We are here. We are broadcasting. We are live, local, late-breaking. Um, 
And let's face it, it's week one. How could, how could we take the Monday off of week one of football season? Just couldn't do it. Couldn't see myself doing it. So it's great to have you here. Thank you for joining us on what I hope for you is a good, nice day off and a three-day weekend. Um, we've got uh, a little Club Plus coming up in just a moment. And we will be paying tribute to a couple of rest, rest, rest in pieces. Rests in peace that we have to offer up today when we go exclusively live on AMP where I can play some music. If you are following on YouTube, God bless you. That's where we want you. Subscribe to Damon Bruce Plus. Hit that like button. Go ahead and even hit that notify button. That way you won't miss a thing. Hopefully you have subscribed and downloaded the podcast. Well, we are now doing the show on AMP. AMP used to only be available on your iPhone. It is now on Android as well. So you can download the AMP and take me with you. And then after we wrap up on the podcast and on the YouTube page, we're going to be continuing with a song or two of the day and a chance to actually interact with my audience and take phone calls. Well, the AMP version of a phone call anyways. It's more like a Google Hangout than anything I've encountered. So we'll be able to communicate and talk there. Looking forward to all of that. We can chat there as well. Indeed, we already got a few people saying, what's up? We got Richard DeLeon. He is there. I'm seeing Richard's name over in the in the chat as well. We got a few people in a few places, uh, similar faces in different places. I love it. Look at you consuming me on two streams. My kind of plucers right there. Thank you so very much. Had more Jimmy Buffett played in and out of commercial breaks during football games than has ever been played in the history of the world this past weekend. And that's because it felt like everyone, even people who had Jimmy Buffett jokes to tell their entire lives, were like, man, that sucks. Jimmy Buffett passing away. That one officially hurt. Uh, we will be paying tribute to Jimmy Buffett, who does, I believe, the single best cover of any song I've ever heard. Um you know, when it, when a cover is better than the original, it's special. Uh, we will be playing that over on the AMP app when we sign off officially from uh, the uh, YouTube experience. And that's not the only tribute that we'll be playing today. We're going to have to offer up a tribute to another sad, gone way too early, from the Bay Area artist, Steve Harwell. The lead singer of the band Smash Mouth passed away over the weekend at the age of only 56 years old. He lived a hard life. Apparently, he had liver cancer. He was in hospice over the weekend, and he has shuffled off this mortal coil. That one hurts not necessarily because I was a big Smash Mouth fan, although I have to say the song Walking on the Sun, from the first time I heard it to the last time I heard it, has been an instant lean forward and turn that up song I've ever had on the radio. Walking on the Sun, phenomenal. It's a great song. It's a great song. Yeah, All-Star, good song. A few other songs that they did, good songs. Very catchy, very poppy. I even covered some Steely Dan. Um, respect to that, by the way. 
Never thought Steely Dan and Smash Mouth would be in the same sentence, but they were. All I can tell you is that Walking on the Sun gets a perfect score to me. Like it's an A++++. That song kicks ass. It's always been catchy. It's always been clever. It's always been original. The bass line, the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. I mean, it works. That song's going to work forever. That song is going to kick ass forever. And that's the cool thing when you're a, music, a musician. Even when you leave, there's a part of you that never leaves. You never die. So rest in peace, Steve Harwell, who, being from San Jose, a Lindbrook High School guy, former ticket taker at the Meridian Quad Movie Theater in San Jose, according to sources. Um. All I can tell you is that he loved KNBR. And when 95-7 The Game launched, he hated 95-7 The Game. And he followed me, and I followed him on Twitter. Steve and I would DM each other about Bay Area sports radio supremacy, shows, legacy, and the teams that he cared about. And as well as you can get to know someone by DMing them on Twitter, I got to know him. We had a fun little rivalry at one point, me even saying, hey, Smash Mouth, pipe down. I've been on the radio more often than you have in the last few years. And there was a few years there where maybe that was true. But he had a great sense of humor. He loved Bay Area sports. He was a fun guy to communicate with. R.I.P. Steve Harwell of Smash Mouth, we will be playing Walking on the Sun over on Amp. I'm sure there was a deeper cut to find. I'm sure there was something else that could have paid proper tribute. But in my mind, you just can't get any better than that song. So we got a few things planned for the week, setting up a couple of interviews that I hope that you're going to find interesting. In what will be our last real discussion of the A's and John Fisher I ever want to put out, I am going to be having the Fuck John Fisher YouTube spectacular at some point this week. Haven't figured out when the thumbnail will alert everyone to when that happens. And I'll use all the social media resources to know that it is one-stop shopping for all things to prove how truly evil John Fisher is. And that's going to be the last thing we ever say about this. I'm ton, I'm, I, I hate him. I hate him. I truly hate him. So we will be having a hate party for John Fisher at some point in time. So be ready to tell all A's fans about that when it goes down. Uh, we will be celebrating the fact that football is officially around the corner all week long. We're getting ready. Nick Bosa, damn well, better get signed nearly immediately. Like that needs to happen today, tomorrow. It's already under the category of all way too late. It's gross. Get it signed. Larry's like, well, you don't know what they're asking for. I really don't care what they're asking for. Give it to him. That's the kind of guy he is. Well, that's being financially irresponsible. Being financially irresponsible was not being prepared for this moment. You saw how hard of a negotiation that his brother drove with the Chargers. Were you preparing for something easy? Drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. Stacey Leo saying hello, everyone. Hello, Ernie. And she also says, whew, made it listening on the road. Hope everyone is having a great long weekend. You too, Stacey. I hope you are having a great weekend too. I just love these plucers. 
love these plucers all getting they, they they all love each other. They all love each other. Ooh, look at this. Damon had to get the Aero Sando from Ike's one last time. Put that on the menu permanently. Let me tell you what I do. They stuff a whole bunch of Wagyu pastrami on that Ike sandwich. What I did for like $2.50, I doubled the meat. The sandwich was like this. It was like this. It was the size of this. The price point on Wagyu pastrami, I think I got over on my boy. Absolutely delicious. Absolutely delicious. Damon, do you think that it's a guaranteed money that Bosa wants? Is that the holdup? I mean, look, I'm, I'm not at the negotiating table. I don't know what the holdup is, but I would eliminate it if I were the San Francisco 49ers. Whatever that holdup is, I would satisfy it. You know, give Bosa what he wants and then rejigger your roster around him after the fact. He is an essential piece of the puzzle, so much that the, the puzzle is incomplete without him. There is no signing. That guarantees a Super Bowl appearance. There is one negotiation that guarantees you, I believe, to miss the Super Bowl, and that would be stepping into this year without Nick Bosa. He is that essential to everything that this team does defensively. One of Larry's points was, well, how many postseason sacks did he have? How many sacks did he have in the NFC title game? That's ridiculous. It's absolutely absurd. The guy helped you get to the NFC title game by being the defensive player of the year. And if he didn't have sacks, it was because you commanded so he commanded so much attention in that game. Shame on everyone else for not getting theirs. Nick Bosa is like the NFL's perfect defensive end. Don't mess around with that guy. Don't mess around with that guy. So, look, we're going to hop into Club Plus here. If you are listening on the podcast, thank you very much. We had a record podcast month last month, and we are going to smash that this month. Now that football is here and all the fans are back in the tent, it is wonderful to have you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting everything we've done here since pivoting to a digital new media world. It means an awful lot to me that you have followed me, follow me, subscribe, get the podcast. You're going to get that podcast. You need this podcast. And again, make sure you're following on AMP as well. It was wonderful to have you here today. Have a wonderful Labor Day. Enjoy the last few hours you got off before we get back to the grindstone tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in. And please do remember that sports don't build character. They reveal it. And like that, whew, he's gone.